Afraid Not podcast with Jill McCormick and Robin Wall. We believe that our stories matter and make us who we are. Every other week, we invite guests to join us and share their stories. Even though our stories have nots, we are not afraid. Our stories are afraid. They are not perfect. We believe the truth of our mess makes us stronger. We hope that God uses these stories to encourage and strengthen your faith as you trust in Him. Our theme verse is Colossians 1, 17, which says, And He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together, even our frayed knots. listeners i'm jill mccormick and i'm robin wall and you're listening to afraid not episode number 73 today let's talk about physical fitness let's get physical everyone olivia newton john told us (laughs) that we should if you know don't know what i'm talking about then you're young you're very young so we're going to talk about fitness today we're going to talk about we're going to talk to laura myers laura is a personal trainer and a zumba instructor she's actually Probably the queen of Zumba in the Owasso she area. Is. She is. She the is the queen of Zumba. She needs a crown in her <laughs> Zumba class. She trains at Fit for Her in Owasso, and she's going to talk to us today about anxiety and how that almost overcame her and overtook some things at, at one time in her life. And those of you that have dealt with anxiety, you will find such a friend in Laura. Um, and just to know her is to love her. Her big, beautiful smile, her joy. Uh, She just brings such an honesty to this conversation. Here's something that she talked about that I, as I was just thinking how how applicable this is physically and spiritually, she's going to tell about how she has the connection between physical fitness and spiritual fitness. Physical fitness is a leveler. We start where we are. You cannot level up. You start at the level you're on. You start where you are. You work through exercises to get stronger. It's such a great analogy for our spiritual life and our physical life. You know, um, spiritual training is even more important than physical training. And it, it has value for all things, the Word of God says. Value for all things. And that it's our, another scripture tells us to train ourselves to be godly. Well, I'm just encouraged in this episode to get up off the couch and get (laughs) going. So are you ready, listeners? Because this is going to be a great conversation with Laura Myers. Laura, we're so glad we finally got to sit down and have this interview. I know. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for asking me. Of course. Thank you for saying yes. Thank you for working around your very busy schedule to be with us and we're excited for our listeners to get to know you and hear your story. And we'd like to start with an introduction. So tell our listeners a little bit about Laura Myers. What's a day in the life of Laura? Like, who are you? And let us be introduced to you. <laughs> well, uh, my name's Laura Myers. I'm married to Brad. We've actually been married 25 years this summer. Um, he's, Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. He's uh, he's my high school sweetheart. We've been together. Aww. A very long time. We have three wonderful kids. Um, two are adults now, which blows my mind. Um, our son, Colin, who's 21. Um, our daughter, Paige, is 19. And then our baby, which she's not a baby anymore, is 14. And that's Brooke. Um, a day in the life. I am a personal trainer here in Owasso. I work at Fit for Her Gym on 96th Street. It's a fabulous place if you haven't been there. Um, very supportive of all things fitness. Um, and Laura lives at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> so you can fit for her. You can meet Laura in person. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And after I, this episode, you're probably going to be like, I want to meet her. You know, I, I would absolutely love that. Um, yes, I do. If, I always say if I'm not a at home, I'm at the gym, uh, but I absolutely love it. Um, it's a path that has um, been brought to me um, in my life where I can feel like um, I'm making a difference in women's lives. Um, we have hour-long training sessions. Um, they hire me, and we meet, and I become their accountability partner. I become their buddy, um, and I just take them through workouts, and we have goals, and we set them, and they crush them, and it's amazing. Um, <laughs> I've always said fitness should be something joyful, something you look forward to. 
definitely not something that you dread going. So mm-hmm. if it's if if it's where somebody comes to me and they say, "Wow, you know, I really have these goals. I just want to feel better. I just want to, you know, whatever it is, it varies with everyone. I just want to feel better in my clothes or I just just for me or they have a medical condition that maybe they need to to work on or something mm-hmm. that they're wanting to work on or how about they've just gone their whole life with people telling them they can't be athletic and they just want to come to the gym and they want to prove to themselves they can do it nobody else but themselves right that's where i come in um well it it's something where i feel like god has brought me to this path over the years to where I can reach out to women and just say, hey, listen, you know what? You can do this, and we can make this happen, and you can feel better. Sometimes women just want to come and work out just to be with somebody, just to be there, just to be happy, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, or hey, you know, let's go walk on the treadmill. That's fantastic. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. You know, it's like, let's just, you know, let's just get moving. And so... I love I love my career. It's not a job anymore. It's it's a career, and um, I feel blessed to be a part of the fitness community here in Owasso. And besides just personal training, mm-hmm. you're also the Zumba queen of Owasso. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> well, I've enjoyed some Zumba classes in the past with you. Well, I am so glad. Um, that's actually what got me involved in fitness in the first place. Um, I can tell you a little bit about the history of that. Yeah, um, please do. Okay, great. Well, I had just had Brooke. She was, you know, she was my baby, maybe nine months old, ten months old. And I had gotten away from fitness. Um, before that, growing up, I had done dance and cheer and played piano. and was just a busy, busy, busy little girl uh, back Back then, and I'm going to date myself, but we didn't know I had ADHD. And Mm. so the way we dealt with this, the energy that everybody will tease me about, (laughs) which I love, um, is we stayed active. And actually, that was very, very good for me. And and I'll kind of talk about that later. But um, so, you know, dance and fitness had been a part of me. Um, But Life takes you down different roads, gets you busier in different areas. So I went to college, didn't really do much as far as athletics go, um, got married and became, you know, homemaker, trying to finish my degree at OSU. And that's when we first got married. Um, and so fitness and working out wasn't a, wasn't a thing. It just wasn't. Um, I then went and had three children and <laughs> loved them dearly. Got to be a stay-at-home mom, which was one of the biggest gifts I've ever had in my life. Um, I will never regret staying home with the kids and just being able to be there because I know that so many want to and can't. Right. Um, but after I had Brooke, um, I was not feeling very good about myself. Uh, I knew I had put on extra weight. I knew that my clothes didn't fit like they they should. I knew I had lost a lot of strength in my legs and my arms and and just was ready to make a change. Um, it didn't have so much to do with, even though I had gained the weight, wanting to lose extra weight. It had to do with, I just want to feel better. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, my fabulous best friend of 25 years, uh, Maria, she said she was working at the Y teaching water aerobics classes, and um, she got me going to the Y, to the Y in Owasso with her. And we started out with some kickboxing classes, and that was fun. Um, and, you know, she went to a licensing for Zumba, and she's like, there's this new thing. It's it's called Zumba, you know, Um let's check it out. And so she had gone already and and checked it out and then um, ended up taking me to a licensing with her um, again that February, which I think it was 2008 when I first got licensed. And so I went and I'm like, yes, let's do it. Because I'll tell you, when I went back to fitness, it was hard, but it was great because I left feeling filled. I felt like I could be a better mom. I felt like I could be a better wife. I just... When you feel better about yourself, it floods over into your to your life, to mm-hmm. all areas of your life, and that's what it did for me. And so, fell back in love with moving. Let's just call it that. Just just getting busy and just moving those muscles. And so, 
got my license. So here's where the real story begins, as they say. Of course, they wanted me to teach right away, and I had been teaching a couple of songs in Maria's classes, which were amazing because she's a great, she was a great mentor um, at the time, just encouraging, you know, come on, you can do it, you can do it. Well, I didn't believe her. And the more I got pushed, and this is where kind of what I'm going to talk about today, the anxiety took over. Mm-hmm. And even though I had everyone feeling into me, God included, you can do this, you can do this. I didn't believe it. So I fought it and walked away. Um, Actually walked away and became a preschool teacher at First Baptist Church, (laughs) which was amazing because I love children. They just, they're fantastic to work with. They'll always, always tell you the truth. <laughs> Even when you so no filter is needed, they will let you know if they don't like something. And so, um, I I now look back and I think God placed me there because it was a learning season for me. And I walked away from fitness again, and I didn't even go to any classes for a year. Did nothing. Um, and I wasn't happy. I was right back to where I was before. You know, it's like, hey, you know, it's, it's like here was the open door and. And you didn't take it, and it's still here. It's waiting on you. So I worked a year, and then I decided, okay, I'm going to go back. But if I'm going to go back, I'm going to go back 100% all in, right? Well, when I went back, my license had expired like four days before I went back. I kid you not. Yes, four days. Right, I know. It was was something. And so anyway... um, I went back, got immersed in classes. At least you didn't give up. You you could have said, "Oh, well, that's right." I'm not gonna give up. You did. Yeah. Well, it was great because um, I worked with the children at, at the Owasa Y, and there were a lot back then. Let me tell you, in the after school programs and mm-hmm. all of that, and I started teaching classes with them. And like I said, they tell the truth. So it was a great training ground for me as a group instructor to kind of get past all that anxiety and just work with them and then picked up some adult classes. And of course, the rest is kind of history. Um, I taught, started teaching crazy, you know, all over the place. Um, Zumba is a great format because it just offers so much joy and through the music, through the beats, through just being present with other people in a safe environment where you can just be yourself and mm-hmm. you don't have to hit every step and you don't have to hit every beat. All you got to do is just be there and move and have fun. And I fell in love with the message of that, that that's what people needed. And so people started coming and classes were big and it was, it was so much fun. Um, and then in 2009, I, I um, wanted to branch out. I wanted to teach somewhere other than, than the Y and kind of see what that would, have, what would be like. And um, I just sent out blind emails to just the, gym, the area gyms. And Fit For Her answered me within an hour. It was that fast. Wow. Yes. And it was 2009. And I'll never forget it because I thought, wow, you know, I thought it'd be a week or something. No, they answered me right away. Went over there, met Adana for the first time, mm-hmm. um, talked to them about their gym, and she said, we'd love to have you. So that was the beginning of that whole um, time, and I'm still there. <laughs> but there's no doubt in my mind that God led me to fit for her because he knew what I needed. The minute I walked into the door, I felt a sense of, freedom of belonging they're so welcoming we shared the same faith um, we instantly became friends and I guess I can say you can say the rest is history right? <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you um, how I became a trainer real quick um, I was teaching uh, Zumba obviously and you know people were starting to get not from what I was doing but just overall in in different classes were starting to get hurt um, they would hurt their knee or they twist something the wrong way. And I didn't have the knowledge at that time to adequately talk to them about maybe you should do it this way in class or show them modifications and things like that. Laura, that's so, interesting because that's why I couldn't do it anymore. Because yeah. I, my mm-hmm. knees started having issues yeah. and 
Yeah. It was hurting me. Yes. And I didn't know what I was doing wrong, yeah. but I just knew this is not working for my knees. Exactly. So interesting. So keep going. Yes. I'm, yeah. No, no. It's like, no, I remember. Yes. That I'm about. <laughs> yes. And there, there were several where you, you know, yeah, I want to be a part of it, but I can't. But then I didn't know exactly what was hurting or how to avoid it or how to modify. Right. And so I started personal training with Adana. And she kind of, well, she is, became my mentor as far as personal training goes, her and Jason both. And they were like, you know, why don't you become a trainer? And I'm like, well, that's not a bad idea. And then I signed up for the program and was overwhelmed. Um, I'm certified with AFA. And it was... What does AFA stand for? um, AFA is Athletics and Fitness Association of America. Cool. Mm-hmm. And it's a national certification, and they'll certify you as a personal trainer, as a nutrition coach. Um, they have lots of uh, certifications. Um, but I studied. I studied for quite a while about the body and how things work together and what movements you should do and you shouldn't do and how that makes you feel and all kinds of things. I studied for actually seven months for that um, certification and um, took it and been a, I've been a personal trainer ever since and now able to say, okay, let's try it this way. And I believe has helped a lot of yeah. women to be able to keep coming. Yeah, you do give a lot of modifications. Well, thank you. Thank you. And just be able to meet with people even afterwards, mm-hmm. you know, when they come up and they're like, wow, my hamstring's just so tight or, you know, whatever it is and, and be able to say, okay, well, come over here. Let's see if we can't work through it. So that's kind of background. Do you have some clients mm-hmm. that come to you and mm-hmm. they may be dealing with anxiety about coming to the gym that you can mm-hmm. step into that and say, yes. listen, you're not alone. Yes. I, I walked away from this because of that. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, there may be times that mm-hmm. you're looking at someone going, this is exactly where I was when yes. I left, you know, be- before your year at, was it King's Kids? Yes, so yes. So how yeah. has that been? Uh-huh. For you to mm-hmm. be able to share how God comforted you and led you through your anxiety and maybe helping others that are in that right now. It actually, yeah, um, the anxiety part, anxiety will drive you if you let it. If you let it slip into the driver's seat, it's going to take you places that you don't want to be. Mm-hmm. It's going to control your mind. It's going to control thoughts. Now, here's where God comes in, right? Um, And one thing that I've had to do over the years, and my close friends, they know this, is I've had to reset, do just like a reset with my thoughts and intentions and all of it. And I had a very good friend years and years and years ago, um, Stephanie McFadden, when I, my anxiety was probably at its peak mm-hmm. um, back in 2008 and she actually took the time to fill out an entire little notebook that I could keep in my purse. Listeners, it's sitting here on the table with us and it <laughs> is, you can see the love in it. It's yeah. dog-eared, it's been, it's been handled. Yes. It's, it's awesome. It's, um, it's been in my drawer in my kitchen. It's, I carried it in my purse for years. It's been in my bathroom drawer, it's been everywhere, but it's, I've always known where it is, and those that know me know that I lose everything, my keys, my purse, (laughs) my hat, my glasses, so for me to still have this, it's a a feat in itself, I'm just going to tell you, but what she did was she took the time to write down Bible verses that would help me understand that the anxiety is not something that needs to control me to push my actions in a certain area or to make me feel lost because I believe the way that, um, I guess, Satan tries to control me Mm -hmm. and kind of dull the joy that I believe is not of me but that God has put in me is to create anxiety Right. And so um, I know that's kind of deep, but 
that's just the way that I've kind of looked at it. Feel the same exact way right now. They're listening, going, "Oh wow, that sucks me." That's what Satan does to me. It's anxiety in a lot of areas. It can come up any time as a panic attack. I've had those. Um, I've had instances where I've been at dinner and for no reason at all, just get that burst of adrenaline and your heart starts racing, but you don't know, you don't know why it could have been something that happened earlier in the week. Um, so being able to get a handle on that over the years, because it started as when I was a little girl and I have lived with trying to deal and understand it over the years. And the one thing that has worked for me is going back to these these verses um, and knowing that, well, that there's been multiple people, but that she cared enough to write this down because she knew somehow through the Lord mm-hmm. is, is what I believe, that I was going to need this, and the Lord didn't let me lose it either. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, okay. Yes. You can lose 500 pairs of sunglasses from Target, but you're not, <laughs> you're not going to lose. Exactly. I'm just saying, I'm sure that the ladies can relate. Okay. So, yeah. so this is, this is what I, what I've done. And, um, there's just a couple of verses that I kind of wanted to share. Um, there's a lot in this book, but there are two that I've always marked and I will tell you the way she wrote it she wrote the bible verses down and then she took the we and the you out of it and she put my name in it that way when I read it it was God talking directly to me right so here is um second corinthians 12 9 and it says but he said to Laura my grace is sufficient for Laura, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, Laura can boast all the more gladly about her weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on Laura. And the reason why I think that one has hit me so deeply, um, and especially back in back in 2008 when she wrote this, was anxiety will... Exemplify, exemplify your weakness. Yeah. When you are strong and you are strong, it will tell you you're not. It's a liar, <laughs> basically. Um, and there have been many people in my life that also deal with it, with different levels of anxiety, and we help each other. Women need to help each other. We need to be each other's cheerleaders, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, Life is hard enough, and I think God made community for a reason. Mm -hmm. And And not to let anxiety drive your decisions. And, you know, let's talk about it. Let's not act like it's not there. You know, um, one thing that I try to instill in the ladies that I train is let's meet you where you are. You're not the same person you were last week or yesterday. When you walk in here, let's, let's meet you where you are. Let's see what we can do today. You know, what does, you know, so-and-so need today? Um, and sometimes that's a workout without talking. <laughs> and sometimes that's a workout with just talking. Um, being able to share happiness with people makes that anxiety lower, okay? Some people may not even realize they've got it when they walk in. They're just blaming it on this or that or whatever, and that is another common technique that I've used for years, you know, mm-hmm. but it doesn't work. So I guess my, my voice in this is don't be afraid of fitness, it's a very nice outlet, and it looks different for everyone. It's not a set, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go download this workout, and we're going to do it to a T. And even if you can't do it, we're, just, we're still going to do it. And it doesn't have to be that exactly. It can be, okay, well, let's go see what we can do, and let's work through it, and let's just feel better. It's just an outlet. It's a very healthy outlet 
to work through anything, you know, um, and, and, the, you know, I don't want women especially um, to be afraid of that. So Can you talk about mm-hmm. kind of the link between physical mm-hmm. fitness and spirituality? I can, actually. Um, physical fitness itself is a leveler. Um, whenever you start to work out, everyone's kind of on the same playing field. And I'm not talking about you can do 50 burpees and she can do 10. That's not what I'm talking about at all. What I'm talking about is everybody's trying. Everybody's moving their body. Mm-hmm. And pushing themselves in one way or the other. That can be very spiritual in that as you're working through the different exercises, you're also working through your mind on how to work through those exercises, correct? So we don't check everything at the door. It comes in with us. So you might be dealing with things in your life that you need clarity on or you just need a break from, or you just need a safe space to think about things. When you're working out, it gives you that space. You could be running. You could be walking. You know, you can put some music in your ears and start to do some bicep curls. And, you know, all of a sudden, okay, all right, um, this is hurting a little bit, but I'm getting some really good thinking time in. You know? <laughs> so I'm going to keep going, you know. Spiritually, it can be a blessing because, like I said, I think for me, it just it just clears that mind and it just gives you um, an area, a safe place that you can just pray be with be with God, be with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes when I work out on my own, which is rare, which Adana will be like, no, nah, she works out with me. <laughs> She's still my trainer. I'm just kidding. It's just a little joke. But sometimes um, when I work out, and I do have some heavy, heavy things going on in my life, that release of just emotion will come. There have been many times where I've cried during a workout or after one. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's God saying, all right, sweetheart, let's just get that out. So you can hear the message. So you can, so you can go home and you can be a better wife. Or not, and I, what I mean by that is be present. Mm-hmm. Because when you have time to just work things out when you have that me time that's what a coined word nowadays when you have that me time which is funny but it's it's true yeah you need and what that might look like for you is I'm gonna go to the gym put my ear airpods in and I'm gonna I'm gonna give myself 30 minutes right that might be taking a walk outside um but you can't really fill into somebody else if you're empty no you can't so you need to you need to have that time, um, and you know read your Bible. Um, I've taken many um, Bible studies um, with actually Melinda at the gym. Uh, we were doing a Wednesday Bible study for a really long time. Um, that was what was filling me up. Um, even though there were several days that I might not be able to make it, it doesn't matter. It's the same thing with fitness. Don't let it keep you from doing it. You know, you're, you're going to get it in. You're going to be able to work it out in your daily life. But, you know, don't give up on it. Um, but fitness itself has been definitely a life changer for me. And I believe so many other women... Um, I can think of worse outlets, right? I'm just saying, to, yeah. Like you were saying, mm-hmm. to let the things mm-hmm. that have been festering, to just let them have just it let it outlet. out. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And what I tell them when they come into my classes, and, and, and Jill knows this, when you come in, the very first thing that I say is, all right, shake off the day. This is your time. This is your hour, whatever that looks like for you. If you want to talk, talk. If you want to laugh, laugh. You know, let's just be together, be supportive, and get the expectations off our shoulders. And all in all, I... I believe that 
for whatever reason, and it's going to make me cry, <laughs> that for whatever reason that um, God has instilled in me years ago, um, the ability to feel very deeply. Um, and in that, I'm able to connect with people mm-hmm. on a deeper level. And usually for me, it's it's usually right off the bat. Um, of course, there's occasions when it's not. But to be able to to be there for someone, and I don't have to know the details, but whatever it is they're going through, and be able to share what I've gone through through my life with social anxiety and just however it, it raised its its head through the years and be able to reach out and say, you know what, I get it. I understand. I don't have to know the details, you know. But we're in this together. And in that way, just be able to um, look into somebody else's eyes and say, you know, it's going to be okay. It's mm-hmm. going to be all right. And don't give up. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Just show up. Just be here. Just come on. I'll be here for you. You know, you got 15 minutes. All right, come on. Let's go. You know, inclusion is a huge deal. Um, People want to feel like they're a part of something. And what I've tried, what I've tried to create is that, um, is to just say, hey, come on, let's do it together. It's Yeah, and I was going to say, People pack into Laura's yoga classes <laughs> because you do create that sense of community. And everybody just comes and has fun. Yeah. It's just a fun time. Yeah. And it may not be like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just right. going to think deeply about my thoughts right now because we can no. just let it go. We it's just dance. Exactly. Yeah. Listen to fun music and have a good time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's definitely been a blessing. The, it's so much more than dance and it's so much more than a jumping jack it's um it's a tool it's a joy for me it's the way i can reach out to someone and say hey come on let's just get a little bit of happy today you know i don't know what's going on in everyone's life you know just like they don't really know what's going on in mine but it doesn't matter because i believe that god has wanted me to do this people mm-hmm. say wow you have taught zumba forever <laughs> they're like are you ever gonna quit and i'll be honest with you i have dealt with injuries that have that, that i could have just you know said okay no i'm done in fact you know several times came very close but in my heart, I feel like this is where God wants me. There have been other jobs, there have been other career choices where I've had, I could have gone this direction, but I do believe 100% that God keeps pulling me back here because I believe that people just need need that. They need what they get from coming to class or training or or whatever it is. But I want to be there to be used for that. I want to be able, as long as I can, you know, to try and be a blessing, you know, to people. Because I'll tell you, I have had the biggest blessings just from being a small part of the fitness industry in Owasso. It has blessed my life more times than I can imagine. It has got me through anxiety days with our kids. I mean, let's be honest. We all have stressful days with our children. We have stressful days with our families. I mean, you know, and I think back over the last 12 years of teaching, and, and I think, wow, I remember that day I walked into class with glasses on in tears, you know, after whatever had happened with whatever. Yeah. And I turn that music on, and I turn around, and I've caught all these people smiling at me. And I'm like, let's do this. Let's do this, ladies. Because we're going to leave here, and we're going to bless those people that love us so much. So let's fuel here, and let's go home. You know, and that's just kind of been my, my vision on it. So...
so cool. Would you mind sharing with us a couple more of oh, sure. those scriptures that have been so yeah. special to you? Absolutely. Um, here is one that that I used to say to myself all the time because, and those that are listening to this are going to giggle at this, but um, if you've met me, you know I'm all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast will be all over the place. <laughs> But ladies, I know you feel me. <laughs> um, I try very hard. But um, so this one, this one is the Lord will fight for Laura. She need only to be still. And it's Exodus 14, 14. And again, I'm putting my, my name in this because this is the way she wrote it. But um, I encourage you to go to your Bible. Look it up. <laughs> Make yourself a little book like this. I'm telling you, she gave it to me. And of course, I was so grateful for it and loved it. Never thought it would be here my whole life. Um, And hopefully she will listen to this podcast and and hear what a blessing one small thing that she did has has been in my life. Um, Okay, so there's that one. Um, And then here's the other one. And this is another thing that, if you know me, I don't do well. Find rest, O my soul, in God alone. My hope comes from Him. And it's Psalm 62.5. And what I mean not doing well is rest. Um, Rest is something that I actively have to intentionally do. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not built to be calm or quiet. (laughs) And I just say that because it's true. And you know what, ladies, own who you are. Don't be ashamed of who you are. It's like, of course, I wish I wasn't so loud at times. And, you know, (laughs) I wish that I could take a nap in the afternoon and I wish I could do these things. But, but that's not the way God has made me. Does that make sense? And so this is another thing that I like to tell my ladies, man, embrace who you are. Don't try to step into somebody else's mold or what you think you might want to be and have been trying but don't quite get there. Doesn't fit. Sweetheart, that's not that's not where you're supposed to be, Mm -hmm. you know, and and love who you are. Um again, it goes back to meeting people where they are. Let's meet you where you are. Let's figure out where you want to go, but we gotta love who we are here first. Mm -hmm. God wants you to love who you are. And because he made you, (laughs) he made you in his image. Um, So what's not to love? You can Mm. dislike some things. You can want to change a few things here and there. I mean, we all get, I mean, I don't wear lipstick, but we all get different lipstick and different (laughs) things like that. We change things. I understand that. But the core, when you're doing anything in fitness, what do they tell you? Strengthen your core. Mm-hmm. Strengthen your core. Well, that goes across everything. Get a good foundation mm-hmm. with yourself. Go get fueled, like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And things are not always going to be easy, but you're going to be stronger. Just like burpees are not always easy. But if you oh. do some sit ups, you're going to be stronger. <laughs> Well, I like I I do like to throw those in. What is the move the burpee? What do you do? Oh, well, you put your hands on the floor, you Uh jump back, you jump in, and then you jump to the sky. Wow. And you do that multiple times in a row. Yes. Yeah, we can try them if you want. I want to say something that just ties right in with what you shared <laughs> about strengthening your core. Mm-hmm. I think to see how mm-hmm. physical fitness and mm-hmm. spiritual fitness yes. are really linked together in so many ways. They are. It's a pretty special thing. And you just mm-hmm. mentioned how God made you, mm-hmm. listeners, God made you exactly as a masterpiece. And yes. so to recognize that and to revel in it and accept that you Mm -hmm. are God's creation, Mm -hmm. that's one way to strengthen your core right there. It is. To thank Him for making you and to just Mm -hmm. to look with gratitude at how He made you instead of um, 
a scarcity mentality, but mm-hmm. I don't have this, or I'm mm-hmm. not as good as fill in exactly, the blank. Exactly, exactly. That's a way to strengthen our core spiritually. Exactly. And if I could just mention something, you know, I, and, and I realize nobody is perfect, um, but as far as I'm concerned, um, I am not the most perfect person when it comes to um, modeling, you know, um, your your life, basically, um, as far as I do wish that, you know, I had time to do more Bible studies, and I do wish, but here is the thing. You need to look at your life. You need to figure out what works for you, okay? And again, goes back to don't compare yourself to somebody else. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody said to me the other day, and, and, and I know it's kind of kind of out there. I'm trying to tie it in. Wow, you must have, you know, the most exciting, wonderful life, and you just smile all the time. You must be happy all the time. And ladies, I love my life. I love my husband. I love my kids. And yes, I would not trade my life for, for anything. However, what you don't see, right? is that I struggle just like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, what I'm wanting to, to get across to our listeners today is that you're not alone. You're not alone. Um, I have had wonderful people brought into my life that have, let's say, stood in the gap, starting with my husband in high school. God sent him to me. He's my absolute best friend. He's my husband, yes, but we were friends first. And he has been there for me through everything. And then when we got married and moved out here, I never had sisters. I have two wonderful brothers who I absolutely adore and love to pieces. They're amazing. They're older than me. And they're boys. (laughs) And I always wanted sisters. And when I moved out here... God brought these amazing people into my life because he knew that I needed that. Mm-hmm. He knew that I needed Sisterhood. that support. And so what I'm trying to say is you've got to first love yourself and then accept people when they're reaching out to you, whether that be in your church, Sunday school group, whether that be at your work, at the gym, <laughs> Be receptive. Give people a chance. Mm-hmm. Because it very much could be that God is sending those people in your life. When we first got married, I didn't. I wanted to just be me and Brad, and that was it, and our happy little life, okay? It was only until after I had kids that I said, oh, man, I need other mamas in my life, you know, and, and uh, I want to know what they're doing with their kids, and I want to know, you know, how they feel about this. And so... God brought those people into my life. So my prayer would be that if that's a trainer, fantastic. You know, that's great. If that's a pastor, that's wonderful. If that's your Sunday school group, whatever it might be. But be open to it. It will help. It'll help you get through life. It'll help anxiety. It'll help a lot of things. So such a good point, Laura. Mm-hmm. I mean, how silly would it be for <laughs> me to walk into the Fit for Her gym and try to figure out everything by myself yeah. and not know how to do the which is yeah, which is why we're there. The whatever weights and how many, right. uh, what weight I should use, or what's the yeah, how long should I go? How many reps? I wouldn't know anything. How silly would it be Mm -hmm. for me to not ask for help? And so spiritually, what you're saying makes so much sense. We need people in the journey with us. We need the community. God is not telling Yeah. He's not saying Mm -hmm. you, as my child, now you just depend on me and you do it all by yourself. Right. Instead, he's saying you're in the body of Christ. Yes, you're in the body of Christ. That's absolutely right. We have Everyone has different abilities and strengths to help mm-hmm. each other. Like mm-hmm. the Bible mentions places where someone is like the eye, someone is like the mm-hmm. foot, someone is like the, you know, yes. the whole body works together. So 
listeners, you don't have to try to be everything all at once. You can't. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. a super smart thing for you to ask for help and find <laughs> Christian believers to join in with and be in a community with. And That's absolutely um, right. Find a Sunday school class. Find a church at, like, come join us at First mm-hmm. Baptist Owasso or mm-hmm. find a place that you have a community supporting you. And like mm-hmm. Jill just said, we need community. We do. So what would you say to that woman that's maybe sitting, listening, that doesn't even know where to start with fitness or gym? Mm-hmm. Or, like, maybe they don't have somebody to go, hey, come to this class. Right. Should they just go to a class first? Like, what, right. what would you say? Um, I would encourage her that if whatever it is that makes her the most comfortable, just come. Um, that looks different for everyone. Some ladies want to just, you know, walk right into the gym and talk to, you know, whoever's in the lobby or the front desk, and that's perfect. Do that. That's great. Some ladies want to go kind of incognito at first, you know, pay the $5, go check it out, see if it's something they can do, and that's fine too. But what I would encourage you to do is please reach out to someone. Now, let's just talk about Fit For Her just exclusively, okay? Come in. We are all willing to to be there for you. We're not going to make you feel like, oh, you know what are you doing here no 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 no. we want you to be a part of the fitness family we want you to feel comfortable we want you to we want to take you on a tour we want you to come and be in class I always say hey you want to come to my class Mm -hmm. man I'll introduce you and I do I make you all talk to each other don't I (laughs) (laughs) but you know the biggest thing is just come on through those doors in fact call me call one of the other trainers call fit for her um, I'll meet you outside. I'll meet you outside on the uh, on the you know sidewalk if that's what it takes. Just don't be afraid because the minute you walk in, we're gonna welcome you with open arms and we're gonna say, "Hey, I'm so glad you're here." And and they might say, "Oh, well, you know, I'm just checking it out. I'm probably not gonna do this." Or you know what I mean? I mean, come on. And there's all sorts of responses, right? And you say, "Okay, well, that's okay." Because that kind of goes over with everything in life. Just, okay, just meet them where they are. I am, I am sure that when someone, well, I'm not sure. Let's just say maybe when someone's trying out a new church, they get very nervous about walking into that mm-hmm. lobby. We have all kinds of greeters. That's wonderful, but they're still nervous. Same thing goes for the gym. They're going to walk in. They're still going to be nervous. So just come. Just come in. If you don't like it, you've got nothing to lose except to just go right back out the door, right? I mean, you you really don't. But give us a chance. Give me a chance to talk to you just a little bit. You know, um, I always say, hey, I might not be the trainer for you, but I bet you we got one that is. Because I'll tell you that the women that I know that are involved in fitness, we're in it because we want, because we love what we do. Because we love on people. It's all about just loving on people and just meeting them where they are. So come, come, come. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid. Well, and I'll be there for you. Or probably most women gyms. Uh-huh. All ages. Mm-hmm. Oh, all it's, sizes, it's everyone. All, yeah. Girl, I train <laughs> as young as, you know, 14 years old. And I train all the way up. I've got, I think my... I'm really not... I'm not sure exactly how old, but let's just say over the years, I've trained all the way up to 85. Um, you know, it's pretty amazing that I, that, and as you're a trainer, you know, you, you, that you're able to be a part of something that is so inclusive, you know, it's just wonderful. It's like, you don't have to do X, Y, Z to be a part of, well, let's, let's take it back to fit for her. You don't, there's nothing that you have to do. All you got, all you got to do is be interested and, and come say hi. There's, there's nothing physically that you have to look like. There's nothing that, you know, somebody, somebody hired me years ago and they were like, oh, I've been actually training for like six months just so I could train with you. Don't do that. No, you didn't have to do that. You know? And, And I was like, that's sweet, but let's go have some fun. Let's, you know, let's make the workouts fun. And I think she was pleasantly surprised and she she doesn't live here anymore, but um, she had had an experience at another place where they didn't make her feel that way, and that's sad. So, come on, let me change. You know, let me turn it around for you. Let me give you. Let me get give you, get a chance to 
let you know that fitness is fun. And fitness can be an added benefit to your life, not something that you just don't look forward to. Oh, gosh. I mean, I wouldn't want to go, would you, if I had to, like, dread it every day? Oh, that's my four to five. (laughs) What excuse can I think of not to go? You know, I mean, come on. I I wouldn't want to pay for that or do that. I want to look forward to it. And so if, and I believe that, that, I mean, I try, but I know the gym that it's all about what do you need? What, you know, what do the members want and need? And let's see if mm-hmm. we can provide that. And guaranteed you're always going to be greeted with a smile and a hello and how are you? And as we get to know you, it's, hey, how are the kids? Or how was that meeting? Or whatever it is you want to share. Or if you just want to walk in and nod your head and go work out, that's fine too. We'll nod every day. Hey, gotcha. <laughs> Whatever it looks like, everybody's different. And that's the beauty of it. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing all that today. Mm-hmm. We, we've been praying that God would use this exactly, this conversation for his purposes for whoever's listening to this. Maybe it was just a little a hug of encouragement for you to know um, the spiritual and physical training that we that is available to all of us. We just want to be someone, we're a cheerleader saying, hey, you got this. Come and we'll meet you where you are. Amen. Like Laura said. So thanks we're for all running the race. Yeah, Thank we you, are. Laura, so much. Thank you for having me. Listeners, we're so glad that you were here today. Thanks for listening to Afraid Not. And we hope that the encouragement and sincerity that Laura brought to this conversation has been a blessing to your life. Just to hear this verse again, too, she mentioned several great scriptures that have helped her in her journey with God. But one particular one that I want to say again and just let it sink over you, sink into you. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. God's grace is sufficient for you wherever you are, whatever place you find yourself in today. And we also want to say happy birthday today to her husband, Brad. Happy birthday, Brad! (laughs) And make sure you strengthen your core. That is for physical training and spiritual. We need to make sure our core is strengthened. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And we will see you back again in two weeks.